Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We're still in the book of Acts, looking at verses uh, 35 and 36 of Acts chapter 7. Stephen is still the speaker. He's telling the high council. He's still speaking about Moses. He's telling the story of Israel from the time of Moses. So he's still speaking of Moses. And he's telling them that Moses was Israel's deliverer, despite Israel's previous rejection. Basically, God says, this this Moses, whom you refused, whose kind offers and good um, offices you rejected with scorn, saying, who made thee a ruler and a judge? This same Moses, God sent to them to be a ruler and a deliverer. And he didn't go by himself. He went by the hand of an angel, which appeared to him in the uh, bush. And of course, that's Matthew Henry's sentiment, that he didn't go by himself. The angel was with him. And I thank God for angels that protect us. But let's listen to Acts chapter 7, verses 35 and 36, read from the New Living Translation. So God sent back the same man his people had previously rejected, When they demanded, who made you a ruler and judge over us? Through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush, God sent Moses to be their ruler and savior. And by means of many wonders and miraculous signs, he led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea and through the wilderness for 40 years. Again, Acts chapter 7, verses 35 and 36 from the New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're looking at Acts chapter 7, verses 35 and 36, read from the New Living Translation. Stephen is still the speaker. And he is, he's been given the opportunity to defend himself. And he's defending himself with history that all of his listeners know all too well. Um, he's now speaking about uh, Moses, whom the Israelites rejected and whom God had chosen as their deliverer. And God basically said, and, and I think about parents, when you've done something wrong, and there's a tattletale, <laughs> and he'll tell, and they'll send that same tattletale back to you to tell them to give you the message that he or she has, uh, you know, sent through this person. And God said, "The same Moses, the one you did not want, he is your deliverer, whether you like it or not." The uh, man sent back to Egypt as Israel's ruler and savior was the same man that had pre- they had previously rejected. 
The word translated Savior conveys the idea of redemption and is used only of Moses in the New Testament. It may be understood either that God sent him by the hand of the angel going along with him to become, and he became a complete deliverer. And he says, uh, by this example, and this is according to the commentaries, by this example, Stephen would um, intimate to the council that this Jesus, whom they had refused, because remember, these are the same men who persecuted Jesus. He said, he's telling them this same Jesus, whom you refused, as your fathers did Moses, saying, who made thee a prophet and a king? Who gave thee this authority? Even this same God advanced to um, Jesus as he advanced Moses to be a prince and a savior, a ruler and a deliverer. As the apostles had told them a while back, and that was in chapter 5, verses 30 and 31, the stone which the builders rejected was to become the, the head of the corner, the headstone in the corner. And that's according to Matthew Henry. Stephen's point seems to be that even and even greater than Moses, the lawgiver who saved Israel from Egyptian bondage, that person greater than Moses was Jesus. And Jesus is the grace giver who offered eternal freedom from our sin of slavery. Israel has had at that time consistently misjudged and rejected uh, Yahweh's chosen leaders. In doing so, they fought against Yahweh. And remember, um, they were told, the council was told, be careful, choose your fights uh, wisely, because you might be fighting against God. And that's what they're doing. They're fighting against Yahweh. Rejecting Jesus as Messiah is the ultimate example of this pattern. Even though Israel had rejected Moses and, and his leadership, God appointed Moses anyway with unmistakable signs, including the burning bush in the wilderness and so many other signs that followed after that to uh, make the point to Pharaoh that, you know, to let my people go. So much of what God um, had revealed, so many of the miracles God had performed, and much of what lay behind the intricate system of sacrifices, which he showed to Moses, would help God's people recognize the coming of the Messiah. But these leaders, the high council, they're missing it. They missed it. God wanted his people to be ready to recognize and receive the ultimate deliverer the one who would deliver his people from their sins when he came. And of course, that would be Jesus. The reminder of the journey back and forth through the wilderness for 40 years was yet another example of Israel ignoring the command of God and rejecting his direction for them. For 40 years, they wandered through the wilderness, burying an entire generation, with the exception of Moses, Joshua, and Caleb. And that's in Numbers chapter 14, verses 21 through 45. It was Israel's stubborn, Holy Spirit-resisting refusal to recognize the leading of God that got them excluded from experiencing his blessings in the land.
And that happens to us when we're stubborn. We resist the guide and the leading of the Holy Spirit. We do miss blessings from God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we do after every Bible reading. We thank you for your word. Father, we pray that you forgive us when we're like Israel and that we're stubborn. We resist the leading of the Holy Spirit. We refuse to recognize your leading. And because we do, we uh, don't experience the blessings that you have for us. So God, please forgive us. Father, we're continuing to to pray for Azir Bajan. We're praying for President Ilham Aliyez and the government. God, you know what their needs are. You know what uh, the uh, reason that Voice of the Martyrs has this here for us to pray about. So we're saying what it says. We're praying for the frontline workers reaching those in small towns and villages. And again, Father, you know what those needs are. And we're just laying them at your feet because you know what they are. And we're sharing the concerns of the voice of the martyrs. And God, those who need you in a special way, so many needs. Those who need you for help, for healing, for jobs, for uh, security, for whatever the reasons are, Father. We're uh, praying on their behalf. And God, we also come praising you, praising you for your son, praising you for your Holy Spirit, praising you for angel protection and thanking you for answered prayers from all those, all the needs, all the concerns and for praise reports from all the answers that are that we receive that are yes and amen in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.